TV? No. Now we're live. Welcome to the Cantina Mix Podcast, episode 158. Joel and I. We're going to be podcasting during the Mexico game. We had we had to watch the United States. That's why we're late, though. That's the priority, no? Yeah, the, the U.S. match against Colombia. Really entertaining game. Uh, they went into overtime. A good five minutes and uh, it ran into the feed of the Mexico-Costa Rica game, which is 12 minutes in. It looks like it's going to be a you know looks like both teams are looking for the win here. For Tuca, this is his home game. This is a volcano, the Tigres Stadium and he wants to look good, uh, you know. He's going to want to look good for his people. Um, there was some worry that it might not be a full capacity. Uh, I'm not sure looking at it. Chiquis? There's a guy, uh, Omar, uh, on Twitter. He's uh, he's at the game. He's been tweeting some pictures. Uh, it's not full at all. It's not... It's sort of subdued, actually. I think Tom is reporting that there's not too much, uh, not too much activity going on. But, uh, let me find his name so I can give him his proper shout out. Yeah. If, I don't know if you saw the, the U.S. Colombia game and, uh, the U.S. got taken to the wood shed they lost four to two um you know and, and we're talking because these are mexico's you know their biggest rival and and they're going to be competing against him here and you know for the gold cup and other tournaments but uh, you know e- even though there was that big four two defeat i wouldn't say you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say that they're a bad team they had a young team. Uh, they had well, who's 18. He collaborated in the second U.S. goal. El America they... es una mierda. <laughs> El John. <laughs> Greetings, John. Gentlemen, how are you? Did you get to see the U.S. Colombia game? I saw Falcao's, I saw James's goal, oh, man. and Falcao's goal, and the fourth goal. Oh. No, well, I mean, I'm just telling, because, you know, this is. Much like Mexico right now, U.S. is also playing with youth, and uh, it could very well be an even younger team. They had uh, the young guy at eighteen right there playing, and yeah, they lost four to two. They look, they you know, the, the scoreline looks pretty bad for them. But I saw some interesting things, John. I think this the equipo va a dar pelea, you know. Oh, there's no question. I mean, the U.S. is in. You know, if I were a U.S. fan, I would be very optimistic. There's, uh, they have, they have some very uh, talented young players, and I think if the U.S. just plays to their 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 absorb and counter, I think that they're going to be an extremely dangerous team. Yeah, but if they but if they play to possess, they'll get they'll they'll lose every time. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Step because, away for just um, a second. I know some people are be like, why why talk about that? Well, because these teams, they're building up and, and uh, you know, Costa Rica as well. And these are the rivals that Mexico is going to have to beat. 
at, at Gold Cup, at, at League of Nations Cup, at, uh, if they're still doing that CONCACAF one to determine who goes to the to the confederations. So, I mean, these are the rivals and these are a lot of the young, the new talent. Uh, and so Costa Rica's without their coach. They just signed uh, Gustavo Latosas. Actually, it's Matosas. But he's, I guess he's, he's just, he's not coaching this game. Um, but I think those are the three teams that are going to be at the forefront. Going into the next World Cup cycle, Costa Rica, United States, and Mexico. Yeah, same as always. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other teams, we have yet to see what what they have, you know, what they have in store. Panama's a bit older side. Uh, Honduras, Honduras had a young team going into uh, this past cycle, so. We'll see how many of those players survive or how many improve. Uh, you know, it's always a coin toss with like, with the Guatemalas and the, and the, and the El Salvadores. And then an, another coin, coin flip, you know, in the Caribbean to see if it's Jamaica. Trinidad or Jamaica or, or which, which one of those teams ends up having a, a good crop of players. Uh, for this Mexico team, you know, they didn't call up some of the, the veteranos, you know, and, and there's a big scandal going on right now. I wouldn't say scandal, more, more like, you know, a big debate over, over Tuca oh. said he didn't call him because they want to concentrate on youth, but then there's the, the news that's been, you know, getting reported that there's, there's dispute over over image rights. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I mean, and and for weeks, this, this has been getting reported for weeks now that that Chicharo and Layun were going to get, you know, pushed aside because they were part of the group that that was, uh, you know, you could say protesting. Uh, did you guys see the? The video from the former Mexico general manager, um, Nestor. And he was talking about the experienced players, how they're the most likely to cause the most problems. I didn't listen to base Nestor. What did he say? Well, basically that, that he's like the, the more, the more, um, experienced players, they're the ones that bring the most to the team, but at the same time, they cause the most problems when it comes to, um, to rights for the national team because they feel that they're being exploited. Since they're famous now, they feel like the selection is profiting from them and they're not getting their just due. But Nestor was saying that they, that they might not get more money from the Federacion, but they are, they are benefiting from being in the national team because they're getting more sponsorships and being in the national team, you can negotiate better contracts with your club. So it's a pretty valid argument he has there. So there's just a, there's just a bunch of divas, basically the same as uh, the same as past generations, the same as always for the Mexican national team. To an extent, sir. Yes. So <laughs> I mean, we have the young crop right here. 
who's uh but i'm gonna say like maybe it's the 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 women's team failure that's made me remember this i think we're as mexico fans we're just in for a lifetime of disappointment and punishment with this team <laughs> because it's, brutal, the same, brutal. It's, the, it's the same mentality man but mexico but, can dominate, dominate control can have opportunities always fail in the end and always miss hit the post but, or miss and miss the, the last quarter goal and all that and so that's it's, uh, you know that's true that's true but but you know at, at the same time they've they've remained the top 15 team for the past what 30 years and that's that's no easy task you know I, I guess the frustration as fans we want them to be a top 10 and and it doesn't seem that far you know from 15 to 10 but it's it's yeah so close yet so far it, it is it, it, you know it takes a lot to to break into that top 10 it, it takes a lot and and uh I think part that's, of it's that's the where a lot of the frustration comes from. Well, not just the mentality. I mean, we're talking about the quality of the league, uh, quality of players being produced. You know, I say mentality because of because of the uh, like the phrase Chicharito uses to try to hype themselves up. Cosas chingonas. Yeah, and then. And then it always oh, seems like that almost a golazo from uh, whoever's wearing number fourteen for Mexico diving header. That would be twenty uh, minutes. Saldivar. It just took twenty minutes, but um, yeah. I think I think I think uh, I think I have Chicharito. Say, hang on, that's it. That's it. Let's see. Chingue a su madre el America. <laughs> That's, you know, the, I keep hitting the wrong button. You keep. You, you know what? Uh, Chigas was just talking about the mentality. Oh, here it and is. I'm here gonna... it is, here. Let's see. Here we go. Tomo muy chingones. Y la realidad. Yeah, he's he's he kind of has the right the right train of thought. But but I'm gonna say uh, just going on that about the whole mentality, and and I think a big reason is that. You know, these, these players get paid really well. So from a very young age, they pretty much already made it, you know, which they'll have a house. They, they, they could have a business. Their, their life is pretty set, you know, more comfortable than it had been for the most part. And, and I do think that plays because, uh, you know, conformistas, they, they get, you know, they settle in with that. And, and, uh, you see the difference, for example, with Mexican boxers, you know, where where it's like it takes a lot for them to make it big. So we, when we talk about Mexican boxers being like the best in the world, there's no doubt in that. So it's like, what, why can a Mexican boxer have that that mentality, you know, to, to be among the elite? But the soccer players don't. And I'm going to say that, you know, their struggle is, is a lot harder for the most part. They have to do like over 20 fights without losing, you know, 20, 40 fights of just. See, that's what happened to me, Joel, is that I, I had 19 <laughs> and then I lost. And then after that, it was over for me. So I, I couldn't. Uh... You lost at the 19th. No, but yeah, imagine I lost you. At the 20th. 
<laughs> you have the next. You have the next Canelo in three fights in. He's already a millionaire. Chances are he's not going to train as hard. Well, okay, yeah, the he's, he's going to dial it is, in, man. The playing field is more even in boxing than it is, um, even if, I think even back back then, because right now when Mexico's first starts, already the dominant powerhouses are in Europe, the teams. So there's a, there's a huge level change or a, a skill level in uh, in the top teams, whereas Mexico's and Mexico's down low and they're trying to they're trying to catch up. Well, it's skill right level. Now they're I, trying I, to think, think that they can reach those levels, but they really can't. But deep down inside, they know they idolize all these guys and they know they look up to these guys and they're better, but they don't they don't say it, you know, out loud. They they say all these phrases like trying to boost their confidence, but they know deep down that they're, you know, they're trying to aspire to those levels. Well, well you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this as far as skills levels concerned. You know, something we've seen in the past, what, six World Cups now. Mexico's not, you know, they're a team that could go head up pretty much against anyone. So, I mean, their skill is, is good. It's it's among the best. But, but what I think lacks is consistency. So well, we just, could have, I always think back to that guy, uh, Cellini. When Juventus was playing Tottenham last year in the Champions League, and Tottenham, you know, had the had the the in the first leg, they they got the advantage, you know, they 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 won the first leg, and in the second leg, they they got to go. So they so they it, they looked like it was you know Tottenham were going through, and then Juventus ends up getting the two goals that they need to to, to win the uh, to win the match, win the tie, and they and they advance, and and Cellini. Said after the match, he said, he said, "I said I'm not disrespecting Tottenham. I said they're a great team. He said, but they're Tottenham. And and it, it says, what I mean by that is that they don't play in the you know the, the, you know they're in the Champions League once every ten years. You know they 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 don't play games at this level very often, so they they don't necessarily know how to manage them as well as other teams. Hmm. And he said that that we knew we were going to have an opportunity to to." Uh, to, to to win the game because 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 of the fact that that, that 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 they were inexperienced at this level and you know aside from playing on the Copa Oro and Copa Americas and, and you know in the World Cups and Mexico doing well in the group stage and you know, the reality is is it was when it comes to games like that they have very few players on 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 Mexico's team that has played extremely high level games where they could they 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 can manage results like that and 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 that's the biggest difference that that is the biggest difference between Mexico and as you put you know as you point out those those top two teams cuz i mean to me the top tier teams are are Argentina Brazil Germany Italy usually uh you know France now for sure and Spain you know because because you know you know their players and 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 Belgium i mean we talked about it in the world cup Belgium had what you know, 18 of their 22 players play in the Premier League, and then when you think of their best players, you know, you know their best players play on the best teams, and they play really well on those on on, on those best teams. So you know they're going to be just great players. Mexico just doesn't have that. You know, Mexico has has a, a once in a generation player that that might play for a team like that. We've had Hugo, we've had Rafa, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, in, in in my lifetime, and I'm 46. And then Chicharro kind of got close. You know, he touched. Chicharro had a, he had a fingertips. A yeah, he did. I mean, he got close yeah. in the sense that he he scored over twenty goals that one season at Man U, 
And then he was at Real Madrid where I would say politics kept him out of that team because he you know he was though. he was on loan but he did whenever okay he played he, he produced and he scored or he gave an assist. Yeah, he I mean, got a he, penalty. He got him to the semifinals. He I mean his goal his, Yeah, against Atleti. Put him in the semifinals. Yeah, but I mean there was some politics there, so there's some bad luck. Uh you know, where they kinda like I I think there was just um Pensema, he had just too much Oof. pull right there. Oof. Oof. Uy, golazo. Oof. You know, just two minutes earlier Costa Rica had already threatened. Costa Rica well, had threatened well, Mexico Costa Rica in is a... playing with their seasoned very veteran team. The, the, you know, if, the, 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 this should be a Costa Rica win. This is their this is their World Cup team. Then you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is their their this is their gallos. These are their gallos, which I, they don't seem to be that like you know like an older team compared to like you know some of the other Concacaf teams had like you know Panama even even you know even the U.S. looking into the previous cycle. Where they have players that were already like in their thirties. I'll say they're top stars. Mr. Tocayo, no? Joel. Joel. Joel Campbell. Joel Campbell, no? Oh man, that guy was, he was the Arsenal player, wasn't he? Yeah, he was at Arsenal and, uh, then I think he had, uh, he beat actually Chicharito mentioned it when he was like, a, like a, a, either Panathinaikos or, or the other one. One of one of one of the Greek teams, and and, and he scored a couple of golazos in that. And yeah, bad defending right there in this Mexico team. This yeah, is you'll, John. You'll never, we were you'll saying. never guess. You'll never guess. You will never guess who uh, who who discovered Joel Joel Campbell. You'll you'll never guess. I'll never guess. Uh, and his Arsenal. Well, he, he, ended up, he ended up going to Arsenal. Yo siempre digo que el fútbol alguna vez es en mi oh. punto de vista es como el ajedrez. Ahí vamos Carter, ahí vamos Carter. Ese equipo yo lo armé. Um, That's right. Wow, interesting. Um, yeah. This, this. We, we were saying, John, how this is, uh, you know, this is Tuca's. He's at his home, man. He's playing with his fans. It's a bit disappointing that it's not a sellout, you know. It's actually uh, incredibly uh, surprising. Yeah, uh, but they should have done it. They should be very supportive. Yeah, they should have done it. Yeah, the other. I mean, I know what they're doing and what they were trying. You know, you know, at least Tuca is. You know, you know what he's saying is, listen, I'll, you know, we'll have those six games. I'm gonna just watch guys. I mean, to Tuca, this is essentially a practice. Yeah. I mean, seriously, because because all, all he's doing is he's getting he's given you know all twenty you know there's going to be a set of one and a set of the other playing the, the two games. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, we lack that mentality where and, and I, by we I mean like Mexican fans, the Mexican press, where we can't value how in the long run in the long run this is benefiting some of these younger guys. They're gonna see the defeat, and and they're gonna go chicken little mode. The sky is falling. Right. I was already hearing the other day, Pietrasanta. Oh man, I don't know how that guy. 
<laughs> I don't know, that guy's some cool picante, man. Uh, but he was already talking about John De Luisa uh, tenure. And he's saying how it's a fracaso. Yeah. He's like, and I'm like, dude, it's just three started. months in. Three months yeah, in. Three, three months in. I'm like, dude, just just chill, man. I mean, imagine you starting a job somewhere. Three, three, three. Well, but now uh, you that. Well, well let, let me tell you what he was highlighting. He was saying, one, Selección doesn't have a coach. You know? Yeah. He said the female team got eliminated. You know, they didn't qualify to the to the World Cup, to the female World Cup. And then he was saying that how the Selección nice. had lost. Nice. Ooh, golazo. I think John, you're you're ahead of me by a few seconds. Yeah, it appears to be so. Hey man, that's, that, that is, is that the that's the Chihuahua Guzman. Yep. <laughs> now at Pachuca. Yeah, he 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 had a, a knee injury before the World Cup. Otherwise, I think he would have uh, probably made the team because he was the 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 leader goleador, wasn't he? That scene now, I got to tell you, I, nine times out of ten, a Mexican player on, on a play like that uh, would not. One time, they would they would try to settle it and shoot. They would stop it. Acomodarse. Acomodarse. Get the right foot. He just tried it and it worked. Oh man, it's, that's oh, a beautiful man. goal. Yeah. Oof. I will score those goals in Cascaritas. <laughs> man, that was nice. That's one of the nicest goals. Uh, Mexico scored in, in a long time. I got to tell you that uh, contraataque that uh, that Tigre scored on again in the Colombia game against the U.S. was uh, was a, I, I counted it seven touches, seven touches to go ninety five yards or whatever it was. And they scored I've on, seen, on seven touches. I've seen three, John. I've seen three touches. That's the fastest goal I've seen. It was Chivas when they were being coached by. Leo Benhacker, um, the goalie kicked it, got to midfield. I forgot who had it. And, and then, uh, Ismael, Ismael Espinosa used to be the striker for Chivas. Right. He ran at the ball and before it landed, he one timed it. Talk about, uh, about, uh, about a pecho frío on the selección, man. Oh, yeah. What a disappointment. Ooh. And he got plenty of chances. <laughs> plenty. Because he was, he was, you know, he was in the uh, in in that that spot where Luis Garcia and Ugo and Sagi were all retiring. So there was like a major, major vacuum at the striker position after the '94 yeah. World Cup. It's him, Daniel Guzman, you know, and Hermos, Luis was on the, you know, the, the Luis, the, the, the second part of his, you know, in the last part of his career. So you yeah, Luis and he got, like you said, too. he got. <laughs> Yeah, but he, but you know, but he wasn't the the Chivas striker. No, I know Luis Hernandez didn't make it. He was older, but uh, he he was still, he was already playing. But and 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 you know what, John? Just look at all the strikers you named, and that's that's basically the problem with this Mexico team. Uh, they're not at that quality if you name them. It's like we went we went backwards. Yeah, well, I mean, they had to rely on, you know, in the 98 World Cup, it was, and of course, you know, Guatemala, that's when he started coming around, so. But he wasn't necessarily a striker as much as he was a forward. I mean, I wouldn't no, but, consider Guatemala a striker at all. But in the league, you know, like, like in the league, 
there was all these options. You had all these Mexican strikers, you know, getting regular playing time, sure. competing for the gold scoring title. You, you just don't have that anymore. I mean, it's been a long still, time. We still have Oribe, and he's, he's in his thirties, and he's still like one of the few Mexicans that's up there in the. I mean, you know, this is something that, that we brought up here on the Cantina Mekis podcast right after the World Cup because we were. Yeah, you know, when, when, only, when there's only like yeah, when there's only you know three or four teams that even start Mexican strikers. Yeah, I mean, and and the, John, the other thing we said was that you know not be surprised if we see a naturalizado, and uh, just recently I believe Furch of La Furcho fame got his no, documentation. No, 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 he's not. He's not La Furcho <laughs> because right now he's scoring furchazos. That's you know, the, yeah. No, but that's how, that's how that was his fame with us, you know. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> but 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 but. Burchazos for yeah. Shoot. No. Oh, ah, too bad. The. Uh, but the issue still remains, though, is is that there's just not enough Mexican players playing extremely high level matches. No, and and, 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 it's... and that's what Mexico needs to swipe. Does not necessarily? You know, so so you know, I'm fine. You know, to me, I think if a Mexican the Mexican league, to, in my opinion, is 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 of a good enough quality, I think, where a Mexican player, if they're going to make the jump, you know, don't jump to you know, if you're going to jump to a quote unquote feeder league in Europe, at least go to a you know a competitive one like the Bundesliga, or uh, or even France, but 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 or or you know or or just make the jump. You know, you know, Chucky Lozano is is a good player. I mean, he, in my opinion, can can play at Valencia right now and start. Oh and yeah, and that was I think wasn't that one of the other teams because there was a big disagreement right there with the Pachuca brass because there was some that wanted him to go to La Liga. They felt that um, he was he would have been better off going over there, and and then the others pushed for PSV. They seem to have some type of accord because then they sent the other guy just recently. Um, well, I'm sure that there's a there's a promoter involved somewhere. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. He would have been better off in La Liga, man. He's yeah. I mean, right he off it, it, it just to me, it's a bit amusing to see like you see him dominating, and I see a lot of the fans saying like they they kind of make it seem like PSV taught him that. <laughs> Right, exactly. He was like, "Why? No, no, come on, man! He, he, he didn't learn that in a couple of weeks, in, in a couple of months, how to do all I that." Mean, he, he was scoring goals he, against America and at the Estadio Azteca in his in his first match, and good goals. I mean, this kid had it from from, from, yeah. from the very start. And and, <laughs> and to me, I mean, this this is his second year now in Europe, and he's played well in the Champions League to boot. So it's not like, yeah, that, that know, was I our mean, thing. Remember, John, we said yeah. if if, he, if he's gonna make the jump. To the other league, he has to. He's not going to be by dominating Holland because that's no. just. It has to be. You're going to have to look good in the Champions League and transfer market right now has him valued at 44, 44 million euros. Really, it's about it's about fifty million dollars, man. I didn't realize he was he was rated that high. So it's obviously uh, this. Is, so I mean, he, the the first couple of games he's played. I mean, he hasn't like set the world on fire, but he's played well. He's scored. He hasn't disappeared. Yeah, he's, he's held he, his he one. He's a little bit. He, 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 
You could tell he was looking up to those guys and he was a little bit pressured. Oh, stop it. He was probably nervous as hell. I mean, you're playing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you're playing against a big team. Yeah, but we're we're talking about a player who's supposed to be, you know, the next big thing, and yeah, but, if we but, want him to move to the to these. But he still leagues, had a good game. He still had a good. I mean, he didn't like he didn't normal. fall apart. Did, did did he fall apart? Yeah, he fell apart. That's what I'm saying. He fell apart towards the end. Like that one goal, he 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 used his speed. He beat uh, the Barcelona defender on the right side, and then he shoots it from an angle that's totally impossible. Instead of trying to beat the defender, so it was it was you know his lack of confidence, I think, and okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to take this shot before a defender, you know, takes it from me, or this is my opportunity to at least try to try to make a shot on goal when the angle was totally off. So you guys I, I know who number, do you guys know what number 25 is for Mexico? Uh, what position is he playing? He's the defender. He's the guy that lost Campbell. That's, oh. uh, that's uh, uh, Angulo, I think. Oh, yeah, he's 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 very he's he's very young. No, that's uh, I mean, you know, Chase, I mean, I know that that that, that 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 you're signaling out one play, but but I think but I think overall in the match, I thought he acquitted himself very well. Did did, did he miss Chen yet? But you know what, you're not going to score on every single one of your chances. But I mean, again, it's not it's not like he's not like he completely fell apart and. Was 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 non-existent and, and you know and then didn't have any, any kind of influence on the game, and I don't think you can say that about about Chucky in that game. He influenced the game. The, did did he score now? But he made his well, presence felt. What was the end? What was the final score though? That I mean, Barcelona pretty well, much. It was. It was yeah, of course that. But but, you, but did you think that anything different was going to happen? I mean, Barcelona is you know one one of the, the three best teams on the planet, yeah, that, and, and and PSV unfortunately. You know, their goal, in my opinion, for this Champions League, other than to get experience, is to get the third place spot so they can go play the Europa League. That has to be there because there's no way they're going to make it to, to the to the round of 16. They're just not. They're they're, they're just not good enough. The the, the Dutch league is, has always been más o menos, right? But oh, that that was a very nice play. But the uh, but their their top teams have always been decent. Their top teams have always been decent. Ajax. Is this a penalty? Is is this, did a penalty just get called in? It must have because uh, the the players are acting like, like like it was. I might be be I might be being a negative Nancy, but like oh, no, you always a negative Nancy, dude. I think I think uh, well, Hoel I think mentioned it a little bit. The Dutch league. Um, oh yeah, that's that. <laughs> I think I think we're like lowering. I'm lowering my my Ooh, uh, Manu, thoughts on that. Sorry, Chiquis, that was a clear handball. Yeah, absolutely. By number 26 of Mexico. I don't, I don't have the names. Oh, yeah. Um, but that is uh, Fundolenza. I'm ranking. What? It was Arteaga who, who let Juan Campbell score. Oh, was Arteaga, so this was... Uh, was yeah, why are you trying to blame my boy, my boy Van Ranking, man? Come on. That, oh, it was Van Ranking on the... Uh, oh. Is he on, on, why, is he, why is he your boy, man? Because he's, he's, he's the only Chivas he, player that's having a good season. Yeah, he's, he's, he's helping he, make Chivas great again. Where, where <laughs> was he made though? So, 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 because in, in, in the one half chance that Chucky Lozano had against Barcelona, and 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 he didn't convert, so, so to you that was an absolute, absolute abject failure of a game for Chucky. I think it shows. It's it's a, it's a better sign at his true 
to Mexico fans who see him score all these goals in a, and I would say this might be harsh, a mediocre European league. He needs to move out of that league quick to show his true worth, which this well, is sort of, that was sort of a 44 million. If he's worth 44 million worth. euro, then he, then he is. Money then doesn't he, mean he, anything. He money. money doesn't mean anything to me. If he goes and moves to a Spanish team and makes 75% of the amount of goals that he's making in, in Holland, then I'll be impressed. Then I'll be, okay, this is, this kid is for real. His mentality is up there with the big guys. When I saw that, when I saw that failure, I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's a. Seriously. So, so, so uh, again, a, a half chance in it. To me, a failure is when you have a one-on-one with the keeper, right? And it's just you and him. And it's a mentality it's, thing. That's a mentality thing. A you have, you have a, you have a decision to make. Your team is, has very few chances to even score against Barcelona. And you go for a shot that's like at a totally bad angle instead of trying to take on the defender. That shows, okay, your, your confidence may not be fully up there. Um, you don't want to risk, uh, you know, looking bad trying to take on the defender one on one. Let's just go for a shot that's never going to make it in there. But, I mean, it's just one little thing. He, he played well the whole the rest of the game. His speed was was tremendous. He beat people off, uh, you know, with his speed. Um, so yeah, he's definitely a valuable player. But there's certain little things because I want him to be bigger than Chicharito was because uh, he cert- certainly has better skills. In many aspects than Chicharito, um, but he needs to he needs to go to like a a Man U, a Real Madrid, just like Chicharito, teams like that, and then do well. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, this is his this is his test, and you know, so far, I think I think he's passing. They 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 put Inter, oh, yeah. and 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 if I'm not mistaken, I think he had the, the they they lost two one, but he assisted on the uh, on, on the goal. He made the passe para goal for the first goal, so he obviously had a direct impact on the on the result of the game there. And 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 somewhere he had a goal disallowed. Was that against Barcelona or was that against uh, Inter? Inter. It was against Inter, so he scored, but it yeah. was disallowed. Was it offside or or was it like some pendejada referee where like they really imposed him? So, not sure. Uh, uh, again, so they have then they get Tottenham next. They have Tottenham twice, and then Inter and then Barcelona to, to round it out. Uh, again, to me, uh, the, uh, the 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 battle is, is is against Inter for the uh, for the for the Europa League spot, and that's another league that's kind of slipped too, and that's uh, Italy. But uh, you know, the only team that can afford to pay players, uh, the big players, is, uh, is is Juventus, which is why they did what they did. With uh, half time, half time Mexico losing two to one. Does Tuca give the team uh, one of his classic? I don't think Tuca gives Tuca regañazo. <laughs> flying farts at 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 any kind of you know strategy and tactics for this game. I think it's like, hey, we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this. You y'all y'all go out and figure it out. I think that that's. That's that's Tukas, and he's just he's just watching. He's just writing notes on each player. That's all he's doing. He's gonna turn in his report at the end. And then the next two, he's got Tuca. Tuca's going to the Bombonera. They're gonna play uh, Argentina twice. That's uh, that's very interesting that they're doing that. And it's gonna be in Argentina, so that's gonna be. Uh, 
Joel, that sounds that that you know, if Joel, if we were younger, I would say road trip. Certainly for both games, um, but yeah, me pegan. I, I can't stay out too long. That's right. That's right. I forgot that you were uh, that uh, you that, that yeah. you have joined the uh, the legion of, of 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 the of the of the married men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, Mary, M E double R Y. We wear tights okay. and we sing. <laughs> um, but but um, I, you know that that they're playing Argentina is very interesting. I, I can't. I don't think I've ever seen a friendly Mexico in, you know, in South America. So it's been a long. I remember when I was a kid, they used to play Brazil because uh, Brazil would not go to Mexico, so they had to go play them in Brazil. Yeah, but I just I can't remember. You know, it's it's been all you all games in in the U.S. You know, right? Uh, for the most, for like over twenty years now, so I can't. Oh, it's been longer I, I, than that. I, yeah, I think outside it was of the, Copa America, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think that I think that those things, like in the early nineties, is when uh, is when the Monero started. If I'm not mistaken, you know what was the default South America? It was uh, Miami. Right. Well, it still is. <laughs> it was like the Universal Studios backlot when they need to do a. I mean, you know, when they need to do a scene in New York. They, they well, just yeah, use the, the Universal Studios backlog. The thing about Miami is, uh, I mean, the, it, 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 it's not just the, the Europeans. I mean, the, the, the some, I mean, the Europeans love Miami, absolutely love it. That, that's why that MLS team is going to be a, a, a it's going to be a, they're going to be a major player because they're going to be able to attract some mid-level kind of guys that can. Uh, that 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 are that are just totally digging living in Miami. It's good. I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be going to be a good move for MLS to have a Miami team. That that team's been well. They already have a team. Well, they, I mean in Florida, so the two teams maybe I mean, established there, there, there was a Miami team in the MLS of the Miami Fusion. Oh, that does. I was still thinking of them. <laughs> they wait the mutiny. They had no, the no, no. Well, they but I said the Miami Fusion. Oh, the, the other one was Tampa, right? Uh, Tampa Bay yeah, Mutiny. Tampa Bay Mutiny with uh, with uh, Pibe. I got to see him play, but I, I saw him at the Rose Bowl. It was a Mexico versus uh, Colombia. Belibor, Belibor was the coach, and it was uh, it was a Nike Cup, <sighs> Mexico versus the U.S. And then when that game ended, half the stadium left, but we were treated to a double. You know, and they played the double, Mexico US double first. feature. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did, and it was hot. It was really hot. And then, um, and then afterwards was the Tampa Bay versus the the Galaxy, and uh, I I wanted to see Pibe, man. Like I just walked in the field. Yeah. Was was Brody, was Brody they, playing on the? On, on, they on, did a burn chart. It'll probably just be like five by five. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, like. Like Buffalo's in the in the in the game against Argentina in the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> but but that guy's like touch and pass was amazing to see, man. You know, like he would... didn't even he didn't even need to see who where the player were. And then the ball came to him, and it's like he had eyes in back of his fro, and he he just like his passes were very accurate. He he just like he knew where where his teammates were. Can I can I tell you something, Hoen? When I was doing the Copa America stuff, 
uh, flying to the next venue. Bebe was in was in the and at the American Airlines line behind me. Oh, and uh, I said hello, but that was that was as far as I you know I didn't want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. So I just I said I, I said buenos días. He said buenos días. Buenos Did días. you say don pibe, don pibe, or I should have. <laughs> buenos días, don pibe. You know, to this name, oh yes, Carlos, I forget his name. And it just calls him pibe. Which is pretty interesting, you know. That's that's like Argentine slang, right? For kid, so I, I don't, I never found out why they, how he got that name. He is uh, interesting looking dude. I think he was with his wife actually. She was, uh, they I mean, they were they were very nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was, it was like he just like brushed me off, like, no, you know, move on, move along, move along. Todo bien, todo bien. El pibe. Yeah, he never changed his look. So, I so thought. let's. Uh, sorry, Joel. I don't want to. Yeah, I'll give you your one last, uh, one last <laughs> love letter to Pibe. One last. No, no, that that was it, man. That was that was just. It was nice to get to see him play. You know. So, three months in the the in, in, in Tocayos. Rain at at at, at the at the Femex foot, and, and, and in those three months, he's seen Mexico, uh, you know, crash out of a World Cup where they were, uh, you know, minus five on the on the goal differential the last two games, and then they lose badly to to to, to, to Uruguay, as 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 was discussed before the match by by Chiquis. And then, uh, then they lose their, uh, the, the other friendly to the, to the, the hated rivals, the U.S., 1-0, where, where, where the U.S. are now convinced that they have the upper hand in the, in, 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 in the rivalry. And, uh, we have that happening. They're, they're still having, they, they haven't found a coach. They've, they've, they've made 24 inquiries, but, but those, those 24 weren't necessarily candidates. How do you think those twenty four feel now? And then, and then on top of that, just this week, the the Mexican women's national team, after the Liga MX Femenil in its third or fourth year, you know, done pretty well. Uh, they've they've uh, sold some tickets for some games. They've they've they have a I'm going to say a strong league, but a, you know, a league that's been they have a league. And they lose to the U.S. badly, 6-0 in, in their first match. So they were up against it on the goal differential. Beat Trinidad 4-1, but look poor doing so. Not not necessarily a, a, a team as experienced as Mexico you think would, would, would play a little better. And then ended up being totally outplayed by by, by Panama. Uh, and, uh, you know, Panama the deservedly wins 2-0 against uh, Mexico. And Wait, they were totally outplayed? Or I heard they had pretty good shots on goal and uh, tried to missed a penalty kick that should have got them up one zero before the half. Hey, Panama made their chances and Mexico didn't. That to me is a team that that gets that gets up. Yeah, but what I what I, what I was talking to Huel earlier was that we we know Mexico for their bad finishing, for losing against teams like this who who bunker down and and don't get as many opportunities on the shots on goal. And, and it transmitted, it seems like it's transmitted over to the, to the feminine. Cause it's the exact same thing. <laughs> exact 
same thing happens to them. Where they should have beat the they should have beat Panama. They have a penalty kick they miss. They have many opportunities, I think, from from balls hit the post, and then they end up losing. It's just um, bad luck to me for the feminine. I think it was just one of those games, man. You know, where it, it anything that can go wrong goes wrong. I had an interesting thought on them when I was listening to uh, the the. Mexican I mean, they missed a show. penalty. They missed. It. Yeah, uh, I was. I was listening to them talk about it, the three the three homegirls, and uh, I was thinking, okay, so Mexican Americans aren't allowed to go to the Liga MX Feminine. No. So, uh, so, so these um, these well, Mexican well, girls. What now? The they're just Americans, Americans, though. In Mexico, they're just Americans. Yeah, the American American they're, girls. They're just, just gringas over there, man. The gringas that play for the Mexican national team cannot play in the Liga MX Feminine. Why not? Well, they no foreigners. I think they have a no foreign rule. Yeah. For I, I guess for a couple of years they just want to develop local talent. Yeah. So so these girls. They're doing what starting. I hope Liga MX does one day. <laughs> this is a brand new league, so I wouldn't expect these girls who just barely starting to play. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to take them to do very well. Right. If this team was all Mexican American girls, all gringas, then maybe. They, you know, they have the experience of university. They have the experience of the NWSL. But if you mix in, and I might be totally wrong, but the talent of of girls that are in Mexico that barely, you know, barely have started playing in, a, in an established league, then you know their their levels. Not gonna be... Yeah, it's gonna take a couple of years to settle down. Uh, you know, get in the groove well, of things. Well, I mean, I was watching their game against Trinidad. Uh, and what I saw was well, they just they just had no imagination, and you know as you pointed out they just just terrible finishing. I mean they just and it was it was it was, it was like it reminded me oddly enough of uh, of of Mexico's 1982 World Cup campaign, which they did not uh, qualify for either by lo- by tying Haiti and losing to El Salvador. And what ended up happening those again that they just what it wasn't that 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 they were bad at finishing they just couldn't finish they couldn't get to a spot to finish because they would always make that one pass they just didn't have to make you know instead of shooting it's got a pass you know or you know instead of you could just see it, they just for whatever reason they did they just couldn't pull the trigger and that's what I saw here I, was, I saw them trying to make as if they were trying to get make 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 the pretty goal you may know, make that one you know last pretty pass and they just put them in. In, uh, in 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 bad spots, and they were also just so. I mean, everything was down the. Fl- I mean, everything was down the flanks. Everything. I mean, it, it was down the flanks and, and puro centro. And you know, against against you know, bigger, taller teams, it's never going to work. No, but you know, a good thing. Not that it's good, but a good. <laughs> uh-huh. For lack of a better word, term. Um, at least, at least people are paying attention now. Because how many times did the U.S. not? I mean, how many times did Mexico not qualify? You know, did the female team not? And then, and it was it didn't even make the news. Right. I mean, so they then, had a. It, I think in '07, because I know they made the '11 and the '15. In '07, they 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 qualified for the playoff, but they had to play Japan, and it was a home and home and. uh 
I don't. I think they either won one zero or it was zero zero here, but Japan won like like, like two zero or in Japan. So they ended up. Uh, well, so so it's not as if this is the first time they have made the World Cup. And but you're right, though. I mean, as people are noticing, and you know, again, if Mexico is going to be serious, I mean, if they're going to be serious about women's soccer, then take it seriously. And you know, and it looks like they're they're taking they're taking those steps. But as as Chiki says. You know, it's only the league's what just two years old. You know, l- l- let's see how they do in the next World Cup cycle. That would be a much better uh, judge of uh, of whether or not the you know the league is 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 doing what what they hope it does, which is which is to make the 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 Mexican the female Mexican player better. So we'll see because I know at the youth levels they 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 seem to do pretty well in Concacaf. So you know, you know, let these girls and you know, let these girls go up against some of these pros, you know, as professionals, and then we'll see how that uh, turns out for them. So hopefully, it'll be a little better next time going around. But but you would have to think that 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 despite all that, that this was a uh, a, a a a very 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 uh, big black mark on the uh, on on the, the the sport in Mexico by not qualifying. I mean, there's there's no denying that. I wonder if it was in the papers uh, this morning. Well, if there was only some way that we had some way of finding that out. I wouldn't. I would. Well, being negative and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. And then this friendly result, if they if Mexico lose. Uh, they'll be out there humiliating the, the men's team <laughs> on the on the morning papers. I don't know. I mean, Mexico's playing with a bunch of guys. I mean, they're just the, you know they're making their if not their debut, you know, their, their second or third cap. I think that you know the ones that are doing that are just doing it just just to do it. But I, I think that you know anyone that that. Uh, knows what's going on. I, I don't think we'd have a problem with, with Mexico losing. Second half about to start. You know, this There's was the... Uh, Taylor right there. Yeah, Brian, Brian Reese, Reese. Uh, Joel Gamble, they have, you know, uh, the, does Gamboa still play for... Or Fonseca, is he still playing for, for Costa Rica? What about uh, Medford? You know, I used to have Medford. He was my striker in uh, in FIFA, like 03 or 04. I forget what it was. <laughs> Yeah, not Medford. He was a badass. He was such a great header of the ball in the, in, the, in that game. It was. I, I mean, it I didn't was know so you played fun. FIFA, John. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you played that. Hey, so who is the 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 old, long haired, ratty looking dude that's always with the? Uh... <laughs> he looks like Master Splinter. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> who is that guy? <laughs> He's just waiting for the ooze. To spill so he could raise some turtles. Yeah, I mean, he looks, like, he looks like he could be a character on Mayans. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the guy that sweeps their motorcycle club. That's right. They need, right. They need to put in Jurgen down. That's my man. Jurgen? Well, he's, he's the. Yeah, he should be the local hero. The one trick pony. Jurgen. The second fastest soccer player, just behind um, Bale. 
so anyway, so back to the uh, so 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 does this make Yon de Luisa look bad then? No, man, that's. I mean, wait till the tournaments, you know. Is, is, is it time to throw Yanda Luisa out? Hoyle? Is, 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 no, is that's the boot. More like, more like Pietra Santo and some of these guys keep talking shit. They're gonna find that they, they're gonna find their their beat out from some of these press places, you know. They won't be able to get into the locker room. I, I don't think, I don't think uh, Mr. Delisa cares, man. So what does it say about uh, about, him. about uh, uh, Henry Martin that Jurgen Dam is taller than him? Typical. Wait, how tall is is Jurgen? Is he six? Is he at like six feet? I don't know. Six two, six two, six one. J- Jurgen is even taller than. Uh, Let me ask the internet. Than Tuka. Yeah, Tuka's not tall, and Martin's not tall. So here's a here's there a was, thought, though. There was oh, another wow. um, Mexican German way back when. I'm going back to 95. He played at Tecos. Uh, his name was Marcus Lopez. I don't know what his German last name was, but he was, he was, I think his mom was German. And that dude was like six foot five. He was a, a holding midfielder. Really? Yeah. Man, what I, what I called him up, but, um, oh, <laughs> he would have creamed <laughs> his pants, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been immovible. He's six yeah. one. Hey everybody, we're all gonna get laid. Jurgen <laughs> Dam is six one. Wow. Oh, yeah, Marcus Marcus Lopez's name was spelled with a K. Marcus a K. Lopez was his name. That's okay. Awesome. So I don't remember him at all, honestly. You know what? I think um, that he wasn't as tall as I thought he was. <laughs> Because I'm checking his height now, and it has him at six two. But I had I had seen him at uh, well six two in Liga Mekis is, is like six six anywhere else. No, but I had seen, and I'm going way back, way back. You know when we were, you needed this info from magazines. <laughs> oh, there he is Uh-oh. Gustavo Uh-oh. Latosas taking a selfie. That's noise. He's taking pictures of of the of the. Hey, nice belt, man! This guy. He, he, he I got a tie. I uh, I think that this this is a slam dunk hire for Costa Rica. I think I think it's yeah. exactly what they need. Well, Latosas was beetled from uh, Liga MX. He pissed someone off, and they, you know, they vetoed him, so he couldn't well, get his, any jobs. His last gig was America. So who did he piss <laughs> off? America? Probably Mr. Yon, uh, your tocayo, and and the other guy that had been vetoed is. Um, Mati, but I think Mati, I think he extended an olive branch. So I think we might see him in two years. I, I give it two years. And he'll be back? He'll be back, yeah. That was a, a good move on his part, too, I thought. I don't think it was necessarily where he wanted to be. But uh, I think that it's uh, – I, I think that the uh, – it, it, it could certainly be a great place for him to rehab his image and – yeah, and, and you, you know the one thing I'm wondering because you know a lot of times, you know, a club will pay you like like say you got sacked and you still have like two years left in your contract, and they'll keep paying you, 
But if you get a job, then like they don't have to. Oh. Yes. So I mean, if if that was in the in the the stipulation or in the contract, like the re- re- recession, and Chivas doesn't have to pay him, you know, I think that would that would be one of the reasons. I think another reason is uh, he has he has an academy in Texas. I, I think it's Houston. It's called um, Almeida FC. Yeah. And uh, you could rent a field there. Like he has like um, professional stadium. regulation size field, two hundred an hour if you want to rent. If you want to rent the cancha right there, so four hundred dollars mm-hmm. to play a game. Um, you know, I used to pay five dollars. When I played at Sunday Pub League. So this is like, what, maybe 25 a player? Because you got to pay a coach. I mean, right. not a coach, a ref. You have to pay a ref. It was like 50 bucks. Not bad. I want, but I've it does have this academy. But I don't want to deal with that. I don't get the, I don't get the hype with Almeida, but whatever. Chivas fans influence. Spread. Yeah, he won a lot of trophies for Chivas, and I know that uh, people want to be a little that, but 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 trophies are trophies. You can only win the the, the tournaments that you're playing in. And uh, hey, John, you're in Houston. Wait, aren't both of you guys in Houston? Hell no! How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you, sir? I was gonna say you guys could go swing by the the Mati Academy, his training academy. You know. You know, I, I was gonna play. <laughs> But because you said that, Joel, I think I think I think for the for the rest for the rest of, of the and any time I'm I'm gonna play something Guadalajara related, it's gonna be this. Just just to make you feel bad. <laughs> just just to make you feel bad. Ronnie is gonna be offended. Because <laughs> because then it's it, it, it's 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 the America theme, but yeah, it's also parchis. It's also parchis. One of your one of your boyhood favorite bands. <laughs> it was. It was. I, I was brought up on Parchis. Who I thought were Mexican until and, recently. And, now Timbiriche was Mexican. Timbiriche was Mexican. Because if Parchis I'm not mistaken, were just really white Mexicans. Well, like Timbiriche. <laughs> Like the Hotel Ramon. The more things change, they stay the same. Um, <laughs> wasn't Thalia and in, in, wasn't she one of the original members of Timbiriche? Yeah, she was. No wonder. I think uh, I think that's why that's why Chiki started wearing a headband. That explains a lot of that's things uh, for me, actually. That, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Who was else on that? Yeah. So anyway, so so uh, so so Mati goes to San Jose Earthquakes. You know they're in dead last place. I I did a, I was able to produce a Dynamo game a few weeks ago against San Jose, and they were in uh, in dead last place. They were they were just not playing well. They go up two zero in 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 the first half and lose the match three two. Just not a very good, uh, not a very. They just did not have a very good season. They had already fired their coach. So, but they have, you know, they have some talent. It is MLS. I mean, you know, you can you can go get yourself uh, uh, two or three solid players, and you can make you know have a, the makings of a, of a decent team. 
So we'll see how it turns out for him. Uh, as uh, you know, I, I do think that uh, you know two coaches that have had success in Mexico with Matosas and now at Costa Rica and and Almeida up up in uh, up in San Jose. It, it it it's starting to make me wonder if if it really is going to come down to uh, Queiroz and uh, who was the other guy that and uh, and Tata Martino who's with Atlanta, who I'm pretty sure that they've actually had some pretty in depth conversations with. Well, you know, some of the news leaking now saying that that the Lisa does not want a Mexican coach. So Mexicans vetados. Who now? Do you think that he would actually say that to anybody in an official capacity, or do you think that that's just an agent? No, I to... I think it's for political reasons, you know, because. Uh, these coaches are always backed by by clubs and all that, so I guess they it's better for them to have someone that's not affiliated, someone that's independent. I mean, just to avoid all this infighting, which right. we've seen all the time. It was a big cause for the whole when Hugo Sanchez was coach, you know. Right. There was this whole group against them, uh, including Vergara and, and. Well, Vergara had him fired. Vergara was yeah. the one who told him not to uh, let the door hit him in the, hit him in the ass on the way out. I mean, that was probably his last. And then Vergara <laughs> went out and got Sven. You know, Televisa said, "Here's some rope. Go for it, bro." No. <laughs> you know, don't call us when it all falls apart. Yeah, because because we're going to be the ones that are going to bail you out. <laughs> And that's pretty much what happened. You know, it's unbelievable to me that that Sven would start two 18-year-olds who had never played qualifiers in their lives. You know, in their in their first match at the Azteca against probably the the, the toughest team to play for them <laughs> there, Honduras, and then he plays, you know, three 18-year-olds in the game just because they played in Europe. And Leandro, boy, Sven had a. He had a massive man crush on Leandro. He was a Sven inamovible. And then he was he was also playing a bozo. Yeah, he didn't care. He did not care about the Natarita. He just like if, if if they're eligible and they're playing well, if I like their style, they're going to be on the team. So so when you say not no Mexico like like no Liga MX affiliated coach or just straight up you know it has to be an extranjero. No Mexican, like Mexican national from Liga MX. Well, again, so is it, is it just any any coach that's Liga MX affiliated or just or just a? No, I just heard no Mexicans. So, uh, I don't I'll say I, I, I don't believe it. I don't. I, 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 would, just, I just don't believe that, that that anybody would be stupid enough to make that kind of comment to anybody. Well, that's it. Got leaked, man. Well, that's uh, that is uh, if it did get leaked, that it didn't get leaked by Jan de Luisa. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's somebody with a bone to pick. If it if it's even true that that there was something that he said, which I'm not entirely. Oh, that was nice. I'm not entirely uh, sure of. Oof. Henry Martin, come this on. This is down. the the amigos in the chat. 
you know, they were talking about the spirit that this team shows, which I have to agree. Damn. You I know, you damn. if anything, this is, you know, algo que resaltar from this, this squad is that they don't throw the towel, you know. They could be getting outplayed or not looking good, but they're still, they'll keep fighting, which is something we saw against Uruguay. Well, I mean, they don't, they don't know any better. You know, they're, they're not the, the jaded, uh, you know, 30-somethings that have, you know, played three and four World Cups. Man, it was Jurgen with, 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 with the pass. Look at that. Took us two subs. He's a genius. A genius, that man. Two subs and, in 10 minutes. And that's like his, that's, that's Jurgen's one out of like 100. That's right. That's that he's, <laughs> he's going to sin, right? Cause he, he has, has the capacity of an AYSO under 12 player when it comes to crossing, man. He'll, He'll send them everywhere except where they're supposed to be. Um, I remember one time I put uh, that I forget who it was that would, and I said that uh, that this guy was the Jurgen Dam of Gringo Castros. <laughs> like the, this guy would just have a, a rough time crossing the ball. Gringo Castro, yeah. I mean, that was just, I mean, how many times did he just make it just a terrific plays to get down there, you know, and just, you know, and, and it has a, 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 you know, looks, looks at what he's doing, has enough time to look and try and then just send one like 80 yards the wrong way. Just, just terrible. His, uh, his legacy is the Michael Jackson dance. That is true. <laughs> he did, he did end it on a high note. Yeah. Gringo Castro. He actually uh, uh, had a really good game against uh, actually against Costa Rica in that qualifier when they won three zero on the the goals that uh, I'm not going to lie I thought were just the the beginning of what I thought was going to be an incredible career for Giovanni Los Santos with the national team where just the 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 goal that he scored and the the two that he set up were just a, you know put the team on my back kind of moment he was what 19 at the time just just incredible plays. It's uh, very unfortunate for him. That uh, I thought you were gonna say because uh, I recall a Costa Rica like a, a Mexico game in Costa Rica, and I think it's been a, it was quite a while since they've uh, won in Costa Rica, and there's like a lot of pressure. Jimmy Jimmy Lozano came up with a a nice set piece goal, and they ended up winning. Yeah, and then he, then remember he scored ten minutes later on the Palomita. Yeah, two. So he scored two then. Right? Yeah, yeah, he scored two in ten minutes. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, those were. Man, that was another player. That man, when he was on, he was on. Well, what a great player he was when he was when he played well. I, I thought he was uh, when he. I remember it was like in 04, 03, 04, 05, when he was a national team and, and just lighting people up. That uh, I thought he was going to be like, and he was a Puma, so I thought, oh, you know, this guy's going to be the the next super duper star. I, I just thought, I just thought he was just a terrific player. Yeah, he was good. Man, his his free kicks were just outstanding. Hey. Speaking of Gringo Castro, he was last working with Querétaro in their youth team. Gotta hope he's not showing him how to cross. Hope he's not he the won. crossing coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would I would hire Pony Ruiz as the crossing coach. I remember people would say that uh, that a lot of the Borghetti goals was just Pony Ruiz banking the ball off of his head. <laughs> now Borghetti oh, was, oh, was an amazing header of the ball. <laughs> You say, I forget what you have to do is just stand in the box. And then Ooh, Pony would do the resume. They got to coming in. 
And uh, Raúl Jiménez. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I was actually watching this the show on Univision. They call those los mejores días, and they had like those mejores diez campeón, uh, cam campeones inesperados, and, and, and they had a, a Santos uh, against the Necaxa, like in '96, I think it was the first uh, torneo corto. And you know, Necaxa was Necaxa. You know, the 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 super team, the the killers, La Puente and, and Peláez and. Nacho, Garcia, Aspe, Aguinaga, you know, just this, 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 uh, Nacho Ambriz. Was he with Vasai? Was he still there or was he gone? I he can't remember. Yeah, they had a great, I mean, they were, they were the team of the, of the at least the early part of the 90s. Just a, just a terrific team. And then, and then, and then no Humberto one had Lassie. heard of these Santos guys. And it was Pony Ruiz and they was, you know, sending, like you said, centros to this, this young guy named Jared, who, who, you know, was, they bought from Atlas, and yeah, it just, you know, the rest is history. I didn't even know Isaac Brizuela was playing. So obviously that didn't work out too well for Mexico. And uh, Raul, Jimenez, Raul Jimenez was having a very good see, uh, a bar, a start to his season. I think about and, uh, 50% or 60% of the goals 50, scored. 56%. 56%. There you go. 50, I, I, I did, uh, I, I was doing some. Some some number crunching earlier, Joel, and it and it added up to fifty six percent. Fifty six percent. That's very good. I mean, he's not scoring goals, but that's very effective. You want that player in the field. Yeah, and and, and he does. He reminds me a lot of of how Kikin used to play, where you know that's why we thought that Kikin and Guatemoc were a great partnership. That's an insult. Guatemoc was. Well, I'm sorry. No, hang on a second, hang on a second. Let me let me let me let me explain why. Because Kikin was willing to do all the dirty work. You know, all, all the all the, the defending basically the defending, you know, and he was and he was willing to just do whatever it took to, to get the ball back and this and that. And 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 then be that guy to to receive the baronazos and everything else. And Kikin did a damn good job at that. There's no you know, Kikin gets a bad rap. Kikin was a gamer. I don't know why people badmouth Kikin so much or low load. Dude scored a lot of goals. And uh scored a lot of goals for Mexico too. But anyway. So but but Raul on top of that has has incredible uh goal scoring skills. Because he can shoot well with either foot and he's a good header of the of the ball and and he's and obviously again, you know, someone who has that many assists, you know, has good vision and good touch around the uh, around the area too. So he's done because a striker is not going to send a you know a thirty foot cross in, at least not very often, or a thirty yard you know he's not going to be on the flanks. So a lot of his assists are going to be you know setting up guys to take some nice shots, and then and like two of those goals he he did that he laid he laid them off perfectly, and guys just blasted it into the net. I got so, a comparison. I got a comparison for you though. Hit me. And the thing I like most about him is his like technical, his his on the ball you know foot ability and everything. Uh, sort of reminds me of uh, of uh, Aldo de, Aldo de Negris. <laughs> what what should have been from Aldo de Negris because he was a big guy also, and he yeah. was, he had good footwork in, in, in you know in the box, and he was able to move around. You know this what his biggest problem was is that he would get hurt like oh, yeah. months before tournaments. Yeah, big yeah. guys with good footwork. Because remember, in in 2010, remember his brother had just died, and in that Liguilla, before y'all remember that, when he scored like eight goals in the Liguilla, and it was he and, and Chupete, and they just destroyed whoever it was. 
had a had a had a had a really good final and it was again his brother just and then he had that you know, he and Chicharito were 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 trading goals basically for the national team. But then he got hurt and they had to call in Guilla Franco. So it could have been you know, Aldo and uh yeah, the Nigres, and Chicharito man. in 2010. And it, that's, it that's, should have been Aldo and, Aldo and Chicharito in 2010. Yeah, it's a shame what happened. And Tano de Nigris, too, um, he had the makings, you know, of being a, a star player for the Selección. Tonio, um, he, he he had that one good game against Brazil when uh, Ojitos was coach. He also, in the semifinal against Uruguay, in the game that Borghetti did the the shake and bake and, and 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 scored, Dano was the one that got the the game winner. Yeah, he's he's good in the air. Um, it's a shame, man. Is it Dano or Antonio? It's both. Um, because it's Antonio, Antonio de Nigris. Right. But but in Argentina, if you're of Italian descent, they call you Tano. Like Italiano Tano. Oh, okay. So. So they had, I guess the RGs in, in Monterrey, or I don't know how it got there, they started calling him well, El I mean, Tano. Well, his last name is Denigris. I'm sure that that's... Well, anyway, yeah, he yeah. got blind. See, the heat to me is, is the, is the, is the, just the, 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 the terrible damage that stupid Pacto de Caballeros does to, to players. Is, is, is a guy like, 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 like Denigris who has to go and spend the rest of his play, you know, good years. Playing in like in in, in in you know in outback leagues, you know, Turkey and you know wherever it was, you know where he bounced around, because Monterrey would not allow him to come back into the league, and they would ask about it, and the radio goes, "I can't comment about that." And it's just, uh, I mean, th- there's no reason for that. There's no reason for that. You know, and then then the the guy ends up having a heart condition and dying. Which is again unrelated to the Pacto de Caballeros, but did they ever say like what was the cause of the of the heart thing? He just, just had a, an irregular heartbeat. You know, just, just his, his heart wasn't right. It was very unfortunate for excuse me for uh, Mister the Negris there. But his brother Aldo had, uh, and then also in 2014, remember he was the one that scored against uh, Jamaica. In Jamaica, this is 2013, so he was obviously on uh, on Chepo's radar. He had a great Gold Cup when Chicharito couldn't score. It was it was the Nigris that would get the goals in the Gold Cup. So he was he was he was in the plans, and then he got hurt again before 2014, and he couldn't go. There is another the Nigris, I think, because these guys played in both Tigres and Monterrey. Right. I think it's in Monterrey, um, but he he doesn't have the Denigris. It's not his first; uh, it's his second last name. It's the sister. It's the sister's kid. Uh, so I don't. I have to look. I have to see who it is to see if because so he's a half. He's half of the Denigris. He's a half Tano man. So yeah, gotta see. And this, I had heard of him a few years back, so I don't know what happened. Might have fallen off of the radar. So, Joel, did you get to watch the the U.S. Columbia match? Yes, I did, sir. I was keeping tabs. You know, I, I want to see what what the region has in store for us. 
But yeah, yeah. that that they when they went up when they took the lead, and uh, that was Julian Green. He stole the ball. He passed to Ware, George Ware's son, who's eighteen. Um, and then he eighteen and playing for PSG. Yeah, he took it. He took it down the wing, and then he crossed it in for Bobby Wood. So I mean, those are some young players, and that's it. You know, they lost bad, but I still think they have. It showed there's a lot of good positive stuff right there. You know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of to work with. I think they're going to be one of the stronger teams. I was telling, I was telling Chiquis earlier, Costa Rica, Mexico, U.S. They're going to continue being the, the three, the three teams to beat in the region. Yeah, I do think that the, that the balance of power though is going to probably start shifting toward the U.S. because I think that they're, you know, you know, based, based on potential, I do think that they probably have, uh, a players that are a little, a little bit more. Uh, at least at the skill position, a little more talented than Mexico. Maybe Mexico just didn't have the experience of the ones that, that, that are talented yet. But you know, but you know, like this side is missing, you know, like if you, if you were to bring some of the other players like Hector Moreno and, um, Titans and other guys, it just become automatically that much more stronger, you know? You get sure, an and that. all that. So, I mean, I, the U.S. still doesn't have that. They don't have that luxury. They, they really can't bring in some of their better players are already over the hill, you know. They're they're deuce. <laughs> right. Well, well and the well, other guy is, um, is is that if the U.S. goes back to what they should do, which is to to absorb and counter. Which I mean, that's you know, there's nothing wrong with playing that style. That with with the players they have, uh, they could they can do very well with that. Now, where they're probably lacking a little bit when they're absorbing and countering is on the on the defensive side. And when they try to possess, you know, they still don't have the the, the players that have the, the capability to to do that effectively. Penalty? Couple death. I think so. I think somebody got pushed. Henry Martin, I think got Henry Martin got Oh yeah, he got ta- he got taken out. Maybe. Uh they held him down. Yeah, he Oh, and, then, and then they let him go. <laughs> that was very dark artsish there. Uh, now, now Raul Jimenez missed the penalty the last time he took it, so he's about to take one here. Let's let's see if he gets his if he gets his mojo back. But he should just blast it into the corner and not even do his stupid little. See, when it doesn't work, it becomes it becomes a problem. But Kaylor, he's Real Madrid. He should he should block all these Concacaf guys, man. These lower level Concacaf teams. Three two. Oh, it's three two. No, no. Um, from the chat, um, you know, um, el amigis, el amigis. Um, Chicas, I thought you're gonna you're gonna fire up the phone lines. He didn't, man. Chicas, one job, dude. I'm a, I'm on a. I'm on a ghetto hotel uh, internet connection. I'm I'm lucky to be hosting. So what what, what, what one horse town are you in? What Chiquis? Oh, New York what? City. I add, I can what? add him. You want me to add uh, somebody? El, el, el amigo's el elbow was saying he could see this ending three three. But um. Codazo, Codazo was saying that. Yes. Savage. 
Kodasho is very, 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 very prescient. You know, Kodasho agrees with me that uh, if Mexico does not get the, uh, you know, the coaches on the outside, and they have to look 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 inside, I, I do think that Diego Alonso is going to be the uh, is going is going to be the chosen one. Who's going to be the chosen one? Diego Alonso. Oh. Because if they, if they have if they have to pick a Liga MX coach, which I think is, you know, probably at at fifty fifty at this point, then you know they, they, it's not going to be Tuca and it's not going to be Piojo. So uh, out of the other sixteen dudes, you know who who has the how would I put it the uh, The, the panache to, to, to carry to carry himself as 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 that person and had to keep it still perfectly. I think he's got national team coach written all over. I found him. I found him, uh, John. He's found a good looking kid. Uh, so uh, oh, sobrino de the Negris. If people just tuned in right now and and, and heard what you said. <laughs> They would be very worried about you, Hoyt. Very worried about Hey, you. let's let's not pretend it's it's not like it doesn't it matters, you know, when 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 players get, you know, picked up to by sponsors to promote stuff. Well sure. That that goes a long way. It's it's a reason why Nacho Ambriz, you know didn't really you, you didn't see him selling uh hamburgers for Denny's or, or Pepsi or anything like that. That's right. So, so with these other guys, it'd be hilarious uh, if Nacho ends up doing commercials like for Bardal, you know, which is you know, <laughs> notorious for all the babes they have. In there. He, he could do for Hertz. No, no, but but I mean, I I do think it, it you know, it, it influences. Um, you know, you get used to the promos and all that. Uh, so he's in the under seventeen category. Right, so uh, of course I know that that sounds so. The, the, uh, what Hola and I were talking about is uh, is, uh, so is, is one of one of the. This is uh, Denigris' sister's kid, right? Yeah, so his name is Aldo, just like the other Aldo, Tames. I don't know if that's his. That must be his last name, uh, Aldo Tames Denigris. So he's in the under seventeen for Rayados. All right. Of course, if people would have tuned in last week and listened to me gush about Oscar Pareja, they would they would have sworn that, that they thought that, that he and I were going to go out and pick out China patterns. So, so, uh, <laughs> so he's yeah, he's seven, well seventeen. He must be eighteen right now because this is this is from last year. This is from January of last year. So he so, was seventeen. He's he's the son of Leticia de Nigris, who's the older sister, you know, Letty. of. of uh, and uh, he's he's a striker, and he's been. Uh... Hey, Joel, has your uh, has your Ameri- your your former Americanista neighbor has he moved into your na- your new neighborhood yet? No, he hasn't. But okay. I think he's tall. I, I don't have it here, but I think he's because because all these the negatives, they were pretty tall. All of them they were about six feet, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, something to look forward to. He's he's kind of under the radar right now. So so Tuca uh, makes another change. It's Raul Jimenez, and what does he do? He scores a goal. I'm telling you, Tuca, genio. So wait, 
And then we have another another promesa here. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was on the Guardian. Oh, the one that plays for Juve. No, no, no. <laughs> that's another story. No, not him. He he, he plays for a Juve de, de de Nuevo Toledo. This this guy is Sebastian Martinez. He's from Chivas. He's on the under seventeen as well. So. Uh, Guardian was doing the top 60 players, the talent, the top 60 uh, upcoming youth. And uh, the one Mexican is Sebastian Martinez, striker. We'll get think... our, uh, our, our buddy uh, Tom and Numeritos Harrison to come on the show now that he's had about a, a month or yeah. so in Mexico. El, el Numeritos, that's right. I was thinking the same thing. He's been going to the games now. Uh, for those that don't know, Tom Harrison is an English guy that he managed to see a Mexican League game at like 3 in the morning. Jefferson Montero is the one and, who, who turned him. And he just loved it, you know, all the attacking football. And and he started just keeping tabs in Mexican League and watching it and, and getting involved. And, and, um, and he lived in the U.S. for a while because he, he works as a coach youth coach. So living in the U.S. gave him more chance to keep keep up with um, Liga MX. And then um, he couldn't get he couldn't get his visa. He couldn't get his visa extended because uh, they offered him, you know, the job they offered him to stay longer. And um, I'm asking how I know is I, I worked alongside of him. We did a couple articles together. Really? Uh, so, yeah. So this is stuff he told me. Uh, so then he he couldn't so get you a working visa alongside him as a coach. You went coaching on the side. No, no, yourself. not as a coach. Writing, writing. No. We 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 wrote a few articles for Food Mix Nation. Uh, that's how I met him. Uh, anyways, um, you're such so an you went... you're, you're, are you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like I'm uh, a slut. I, I work with a bunch of people, you know. No, don't don't get jealous. Um, um, a fan, love. And, and then. Uh, so he went back to England and he's he's trying to figure out what to do, and he ended up getting a job for I think his uh, West Ham Academy in Mexico City. Yep. And it was just you know he didn't think about it twice and he's going to all these games now you know because he's in the FA, so he's going to the Olimpico to the Azteca. He's he's just he's just enjoying it and uh, he was saying on Twitter that they just. How much of a blast he's having living in Mexico? It's uh, Mexico City is a great city. I mean, you can do pretty much anything you want twenty four seven because it's you know the third largest city in the in the world. That's still very interesting though. You, you see something at three in the morning, you know, and and then you. I've had some of the best tacos of my life at three in the morning. The only thing I saw like three in the morning was probably Wally George, but I, <laughs> the hot seat. Well, it was like. I'll tell you Tommy what was surprising George, uh, was was walking around. This was like ten years ago. This was right when the you know the the crime was was crazy, but it had actually calmed down enough in Mexico City where where couples were would just walk in the neighborhood you know late at night, which I thought would would just never happen. It wasn't going to turn into a Valentin Trujillo movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to have to go look for revenge. <laughs> exactly. I remember those. When when the crime was high, the Malentín Trujillo, it, it was always like somebody's mm-hmm. girlfriend got got gang raped. That's right. 
and then he would just seek Mexican justice. Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw those movies at the drive-in. Really? My old man would take me, yeah. <laughs> just, what, 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 like, what, what drive-in? It was in Santa Fe Springs, right here, and uh, so they'll show like uh, they'll show two movies and a cartoons at halftime. But we we will go see the Mexican movies, you know. With, with I need some to... of them even had chente in them, dude. Hey now, I w- I would uh, well, hang on, hang on. But but Trujillo, he was like the Charlie Bronson, you know. He right. was like the Mexican Mr. Majestic. So uh, <laughs> I, I I saw a lot of that. I was too young for that, though, John. I don't I don't think I should have been watching that gang rapes and. And weren't they like really bloody too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they I mean, were, like, man. They were yeah, they were. Like they were pretty bad. They were probably figured I was asleep by then. You know, it's pretty late. Right. Got traumatized. <laughs> Had nightmares and stuff. So ten minutes left, three two. I think Mexico could hold it, hold on for the win. I think they're um, gonna get a fourth. You think they're gonna get a fourth? Yeah, because he made a fourth change. It's Tecatito, so Tecatito has to. Score. Oh man, Tecatito is. He has to score because oh, it was the fourth. Tecatito. Is it Tecatito? He's been fooling. He's been fooling some people, and uh, one guy got a little bit upset, and he might get injured. I was like really worried for him. He keeps on doing those. Uh, oh, he just got stuff. fouled right. Oh, they told him to get up. The ref told him to get up. Is Tecatito still blonde? He just he just got he, injured he, right now. No, he's not. He was going Super Saiyan for a while. Yeah, see, man, he 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 fools people. All the time, and people get upset, and they want to take out revenge on them. Revenge. That that was that was oh. the main of the movies, and Dalmadas was the other, the, the Almada brothers. That was the other. Yeah. Those are the top two movies. To Would you like to see a, a, a Cantin Flas Valentin Trujillo mashup? <laughs> Maybe. Or a, Maybe. Or how about a how about a how about a India Maria Valentin Trujillo mashup? That was. That where, was in, where India Maria is the one who goes out and gets gets the revenge. Well, that was a comedy movie. Sometimes they mixed it up, right? So they'll put like, they'll give you the greedy one, which is either Valentin Trujillo or the the Almeida brothers with their. They never seem to put bullets, man. Their six shooters would have like twenty shots, and and then they'll throw the India Maria, which would be like the comedy. Right. Uh, I remember the one where she was a trapeze artist in the circus. <laughs> I saw that one. I saw one where she comes to the U.S. It's called Nida Kini Ya. Yeah. That one I haven't <laughs> seen. That one I haven't seen. She has a working as like a, I forgot how she, she ends up in the U.S., but I need to rewatch that. You know what I saw? Do you think, would it be possible, Joel, that, that, that India Maria, when she was in the U.S., taught, uh, taught this girl to say this? K Ching. Chingue, uh, su madre el America. <laughs> Could be though. I, I never think I heard her say a bad word, man. She was no. They definitely wholesome. kept. They definitely kept it clean. They definitely kept it clean. Yeah, she's very wholesome. You know what I did see mashup? Um, Cantinflas and Chavelo. 
Wow. And, and you can find the clip. It's on YouTube. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny clip. When I was a kid. Carlos playing the little, huh? When you go, were ahead, go ahead. No, he's just playing the little kid. And, and uh, Cantinflas is, is, you know, he's trying to get with this milf. And and the kid, and, and the, the uh, you know, the girl he's after, the kid comes from school and he's scared. And he's saying this, you know, he's getting bullied. Cantinflas like, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And then so the bully comes looking for him, and it's it's Chabuelo, and he's he's all tall. It's pretty funny if you if you guys get a chance, you can. Was was, was it. he dressed as Chabuelo doing it? I think he is. I mean, it's black and white, but it's it's really funny. Top to bottom, you can find the clips about five minutes. It's hilarious. Uh, I will definitely uh, uh, look out for that. No, I would say when I was a kid, Cantinflas was. Uh... Uh, he was the the spokesman in Mexico for uh, for Mastercard, which was down there called Carnet. Carnet, su tarjeta de crédito. Carmen. And uh, so so he would do the the commercials in all of his. Cause it was just Cantinflas. He had a couple other characters too. So he did the commercials where where he was all the guys. It was uh, pretty funny. So three two, uh, Tecatito had a chance, but was uh, was 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 kicked very hard. I say this is a good win for the youth to beat this 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 experienced Costa Rica side. Absolutely, you know. You know, and then you know when 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 Tuca uh, wins in the bombonera, then people say Tuca, no te vayas, Tuca, no te vayas. <laughs> you think Mexico can get the win at the bombonera? Hey, you never know. Well, I don't think it's impossible, you know, but I mean, what what team are are is Mexico taking? You know, well, if they continue is, with it, this youth team, it is a fecha FIFA. So, well, maybe that's the deal with Argentina. I mean, it's like, hey, we'll go down there, but you know, we'll just we'll both take you know experimental squads. But I think Argentina is trying to uh, lure Messi. Into playing one of these, yeah. Well, I mean, and and then we have this whole thing that's been going on with some of the experienced players, you know, with Mexico over the image rights. Uh, but and and it's and I was telling Chiquis earlier how they've been talking about it for weeks now about about Layun and Chicharito about them, you know, about them being some of the perpetrators of this stuff uh, from some of the news that got leaked before the World Cup when, when you had the the big party and so it oh, said the, oh, the squad oh, was divided oh, oof man. oof <laughs> oof, contra oof. Um, so the, the the team was divided so you had the like the Mar- Rafa Marquez group and then you had like the Chicharo group which weren't weren't at the party I but, thought they were. Solidarity, the they no, they weren't. They claim they later claimed that they were. Well, that so they, they had just shown up and left, but it was it was just them showing solidarity because it, it took them like three or four days to. That's right. He, he appeared that like claim. on on like on the Femex with official Twitter and said, "Yeah, I was at the party with the putas. We all had a good time. It was great." Yeah, but but you know some of these other guys are gone. Well, Marcus is gone. He was very influential. I don't know if you guys saw. Um, they had Cuauhtémoc Blanco 
one of these TV shows, and and he he talked about it again about how how he was left out of the World Cup, and he was saying how it was the you know the Atlas boys, you know with 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 Marquez, how that that they conspired to to take him out of the national team. Yeah. Well. You know, this stuff always seems to happen um, when there's not a coach. It's because the last time, you know, and, and by the way, this is also the anniversary of the uh, of the of, of the big fiesta that they had in Monterrey, which for whatever <laughs> reason caused such a such a massive uh, media shitstorm that lasted years, years. Because you know, again, you know these the, the, they're, they're choir boys, and then you know they have to go, you know, be put in the cocoon and and, and not let out at all, uh, you know, unless they make official, you know, national team appearances. Even though the concentración had officially ended when they walked out of the stadium, like they even said, yeah, the, the the you are on your own the minute you walk out of here. You're on your own. You do whatever you want. And oddly enough, it was the same newspaper. That, that reported on them having a little party in South Africa as I don't know, I don't know who could have tipped them off that, that this was happening. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, so, so now they're having this, the, 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 this other riff and, 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 and it's because there's no, there's no, uh, you know, there's there, there there's no there's no leadership right now. There's there's a there's a leadership void because there's no coach. Yeah, but but those guys, if they think that they're going to, you know, have more pull, they're mistaken. I, I've been hearing these type of things since since the nineties. Yeah, and I've never been resolved. Right, and uh, you know, and, and the reality is, is it is it you know both La Yuna and Chicharito, if they want to control their image rights, I get that. But their time on the national team is uh, is winding down, so they might be involved in the in the Gold Cup this coming summer. But that's gonna be that's gonna be it for them. They're not unless Chicharito comes back to to Chivas. Oof, you're gonna to Chivas and has has like a you know a, a thirteen fourteen goal season. Then he's I mean he his he might he might as well be retired from the national team after this Gold Cup. He's uh, and and and, and Layun, I know he's you know, he planned it. He'll probably, you know, the same thing for you know the the, the gold cup is there. That's going to be it for them. We'll see how that. Uh... Uh, a thought came into my mind earlier when we were talking about this, the future of this team and the youth that's being used right now. Um, I was thinking that with all this youth and this like long-term goal of of uh, the U.S. World Cup, uh, if we over-target, the the team might end up not being good for the next next World Cup, not not being fully formed and uh, actually do worse what, this upcoming what, World Cup. What bitter sauce do you use on your food, Beto? 
<laughs> you are you are such you are uh, just, uh, the, the Debbie Downer in you is, is just it's impressive. It is impressive. You're like Eeyore, man. <laughs> How does he go? <laughs> we're, well, we're gonna lose. We're not gonna do good in the world. Sound, sound clip. We need a new sound clip. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, te- te- like Tecatito, Tecatito almost got his goal. I was almost, almost, uh, Tuca almost had a, had a poker. A Peto, Peto, eight years is, is pretty long, man. It's, it's pretty difficult. Know, they're, they're, they're targeting for eight years, but then in four years, they're going to be not, like, we're not quite ready. We need four more years. We need eight years. No, not, I don't, four years. no, man, come on. They're still young, though. Like, if they keep on doing these young guys and they get the old generation, like, like. No, but, but you're more. hoping to have a court group, so not all of them. You're going to have a good five, six players that you could build a squad around or that you could count on. So a lot of times the goalkeeper, and, and even, even Ochoa, man, he, he'll be the next Conejosaurus Rex. He could, and I wouldn't mind, you know, personally, I wouldn't mind if Ochoa is, is starting in, in 2026. <laughs> you know, he's, he's been very reliable. How badass was it of, of Tuca to talk about the generational changes. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, Conejo will be a candidate for that team. It's just fantastic. No, but, but you know, got a huge <laughs> yeah, and looking at a chart, have you guys remember him making like some error Garrafal in never. the World Cup match? Like, never, man. It's been what, three World Cups? That's, he's had some good consistency, man. I, I like his worth ethic. So, I, I I could see him being one of the third keepers, but but if if with some of these other guys, I'm, Dude, I mean, Ochoa, Ochoa is only he's only thirty two, or or, 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 or uh, see, he was twenty, so then twenty four. Yeah, he's thirty two, so he's got uh, at least two World Cups left in him. He's gonna be a a seis another Copas. seis Copas, right? New no, record. Yeah, this he's already oh. done four. Yeah, so he's gonna be the third. Is it the third or the fourth cinco Copas? The fourth, yeah, the fourth, fourth. Cinco Copa, because Rafa became the third one. So it's uh, the original Cinco Copas, goalkeeper from León. Um, and Carvajal. then, uh, Lo- yeah, Tota Carvajal. And then the German, Lothar Matthäus. Rafa, and then, and then Memo Chopa. Memo Chopa has a chance to be a, a exacopa, el exacopero. How many cups is uh? How many World Cups did Buffon did? Buffon did uh. He could have been stopped at four. He would if if he would have if he would have qualified. He would have been a single Copas too. Oh, that's right. They they didn't qualify. Yeah. So so yeah, we're looking at. Yeah, he's forty. And memo and and hey, you're hearing it at the cantina first, man. (laughs) You you won't hear it until like maybe two more years. The, the right. other guys will, will talk about it. What's that? <laughs> oh, Memo being a Cinco Copas, maybe even oh. six. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Adelantamos I mean, aquí. <laughs> yeah, and then Memo's finally going to get his chance to, to, to be a goalkeeper for a big team once he gets his passport. And then, then they went. <laughs> oh, Which is already. I don't know about big team, but I, I, probably like a Valencia, you know? Yeah, he'll get he'll he'll get a shot. 
He'll get it. I mean, again, your goal. I mean, you know, goalies goalies can play, you know, into their late thirties. So he's got a good six years es, left. Es rentable. I don't, I don't know yeah. what what how that translates to English. He's but very marketable. Yes, but but also very reliable. Yeah, exactly. He is he he is a solid buy. You know what he is? He, he is he's like that craftsman screwdriver you have in your in, in your toolbox, or your or your, <laughs> uh, or your grip it wrench. So, so Tuka got his win of, of his second round. Finally, got a win. He did. They uh, they came from behind twice. Uh, they were down one zero. They tied it. They were down two one. They they equalized and they got the winning goal. And it was. Uh, and he, with the, by penalty by Raul Jimenez, Henry Martin came in and scored, and uh, Victor Guzman scored a great goal. And unlike Cambio Sosorio, his cambios do work. I they mean, do because he actually because he, he brought in uh, Jimenez, and he said, "Play striker instead of quiero que, que seas mi interior defensivo porque eres muy hey, I don't know if you guys heard, but there's 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 some big rumors going on that Juan Cambio Sosorio might be switching. From Paraguay to Colombia. Already? Yeah. That in well, in November. That he might make the jump in November. Did they already has, like him? No, no, no. He has a clause in his contract. And and I guess Colombia might take him after all. Um, I don't know if Hurtado is, is part of that deal. Uh, Hurtado is the big promoter from Mexico who's Colombian. Or, or has a lot of links to Colombia. And, uh, you guys could go see it if you have Instagram. Go to Carlos Hermosillo's Instagram. And he did a video where he said he was eating at a restaurant and he overheard Hurtado and the president of the Colombian FA and all that, uh, negotiating stuff. I don't know why he leaked it, but it's out there, main. Maybe that's why we haven't heard from, uh, Profe Camarayas. Lately, because maybe he's <laughs> negotiating with uh, with the Femex Foot right now, and to to become one of the uh, one of the coaches. Well, hey, what a slap in the face, though, man! Um, you know, if you're the Paraguay FA, I mean, of course they were stupid enough to to want to allow that release clause. You know. Do you know who but, the uh, coach was of Paraguay when Mexico uh, whipped them six zero? Hugo. Yes. Six zero in the in the in Copa America. Who was the coach? For Paraguay? Uh huh. Oh man. Chiquis? Can't say I remember. Can't say I remember. It was Can't uh say. El Tata Martino. Oh damn. <laughs> because in the game there was a there was that early penalty because the goalie had tripped Neddy, I think it was. So obviously they can't take the keeper out, so they they they, they take another player out, and you're thinking, oh, he'll just take a striker. No, he took out a defensive midfielder <laughs> against Mexico. Oh, man. So Mexico ended up having like 90 percent of the possession, and uh, I mean, it, to me, it was it was incredibly disrespectful, and, and it wouldn't shock, and it didn't shock me at all that Hugo said, hey, if you're gonna do that to us, then we are gonna punish you, and 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 he punished you there. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was a it just That's a, a brutal, good fun fact. Yeah, little little fun fact. So um, before we wrap it up here tonight, then so Mexico wins three two. They got a, they got playing Chile, playing Chile in uh, in Querétaro in a couple days. So it looks like he's going to have all of his his full European complement 
like Chucky and Raul and I, I, it was just those two that came over, right? Everyone else is from Mike. Yeah, I think Chicharo, they're saying that Chicharo and Layun have been. Well, Chicharo has been sick. Chicharo hasn't played in a month. So there was no way no, he but was they're saying, either way. Yeah, but they're saying that they're not even calling them for the Argentina games. Because of the little spat that they're having right now? Yeah, the only, the only player I would like to see in the Argentina games is Vela. I, I would really like to see him play with. And with yeah, but, the, but, with if, but these younger in, guys. Uh, if, if his team is an MLS, like an MLS playoffs, because here's you, you guys will love this is uh, so MLS has their playoffs. It starts in a few weeks, so they have like the first round, and then they have the quarterfinals. I might just have to go, John. Yeah, and then that's right. But then they have the Fecha FIFA. So in the, so they so the playoffs in, in MLS. Take a two-week break because of the fecha FIFA. <laughs> That's, wow. Yeah, I mean, talk about talk about losing interest. Talk about losing interest. Man. I mean, they have they have no choice. I I, I get it, but you know, Play. you know, tell tell me again why your calendar works so well for you. MLS? You know, you know, I was losing interest uh, that the league goes on during the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, oof. I remember I was following, I was covering the Chivas USA, and uh, and I remember that I was going almost every other week, and I was keeping close tabs, and then the World Cup, I just completely forgot. I was like, what? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, so that happened. Now, this is like, now, now what's worse, MLS schedule, you know, scheduling the playoffs around the Fecha FIFA like that? Or when Mexican teams used to play the Libertadores and had a Liguilla game and the Femex Foot would say, no, we can't suspend the Liguilla game. You know, you're going to have to play both. And then, you know, America has to send a, the B team down to Libertadores because, you know, they can't send a B team to Liguilla. Femex Foot allowing Monterrey to postpone a league match so they could host a friendly because they're inaugurating their stadium. That's, that was bad. Well, while the Libertadores team in like in semifinals, they don't they don't get that. Right. So for for folks that wanna wanna make fun of MLS about about that, remember remember your siente tu liga, as they say. Well, gentlemen, uh, I think that that uh, we have a, a good spot for us to to wrap it up here. And I got the do a little commentary on the game. Uh, we talked. Uh, we talked Almeida. We talked. We talked a little Chivas as we always do. We talked Tuca, the Mexican national, the, the women's Mexican national team. Unfortunately, did not qualify. And good on Panama for, uh, for 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 getting the opportunity. It looks like they'll be playing. I think Jamaica for the uh, for the, uh, the the playoff because I don't think either of them are going to beat Mexico, uh, Canada, or uh, or the U.S. So they'll get the two bids and then. The way that works is uh, then the, the 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 losers of the semifinals will play each other for the third spot, and then the loser of that game will play the the in a repechaje with the, the the team that earned the half spot in uh, in South America. So either Panama or Jamaica are have well, both of them have potentially three chances to make the World Cup. Actually, they both have three chances. 
because even if they lose the game, they still go to uh, to the Repechaje. So there you have it. Mexico could have could have been one of those teams, but it did not work out for them. Chiki, so you saw any uh, relatives in Pensacola because they got uh, they got rocked pretty hard. If you did, yeah, my, my parents are over there. It wasn't too bad. A uh, little bit of rain, and then that was it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call BS on that. I'm sure that it was probably a little a little more harrowing than a little bit of rain. Because I mean, I've seen images of Pensacola. I mean, it got leveled, dude. I mean, leveled. Oh well, forty minutes away from Pensacola. Oh, okay. Are they inland or, or like further west? Oh, yeah, Pensacola's the beach, so they are about thirty minutes inland. So Fort Walton Beach is a uh, beach south of where they live. Oh, okay, and then and, and then they made it out okay because I mean, didn't they almost take like a direct hit? Uh, I think it hit it, it it hit Panama City. You're talking about Panama City, probably. Panama City got hit directly, I believe. And then that's further that's further down. And then you have up towards Louisiana, up towards Alabama is where my parents live, and then Pensacola is right on the border with Alabama, so it's even further away. Well, I mean, still, so. Uh, yeah, it was close. It was. Uh, if they didn't sustain any major damage, then they got. They got very lucky. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They were lucky to, to get through it, no problem. That's good. Well, oh, I'm glad to hear that they were uh, that they were okay then. Yeah. So, hurricanes. I've I've of all places to be during I've I have actually experienced a hurricane, and that was in New York City of all places, like 20 years ago, in New oh. York City. And it was it was crazy. It was incredibly windy, and what I remembered about it is that the rain hit you, and in, in, it was it was like circular, so you were being rained on in all directions, like like just yeah. constantly. It was just it would just spin right around you, just rain all over you. Absolutely bananas. But then the next day it was clear. It was it was just beautiful and clear, and and you know that was that. We used to go surfing before the hurricane came over. Uh, because of the uh, the waves. Yeah, but they're all choppy, so it was garbage. It wasn't, it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, Joel, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you, John. Always a pleasure. And uh, thank thank you for joining in. A los amigos del Twitter y now the other sites. No, oh, did they were they were they participating on the chat? Because I did not look at the chat. Yeah. Yeah, um, some of our good friends were there talking about L3. Well, they got the result. They, well, you know, they got a good result, 3-2. Uh, they looked good. They uh, they looked like they kind of had a little bit more of an idea about what they what they wanted to do. Played a good team in Costa Rica and then got a good result. So 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 good on them. I'm sure it took out yeah. plenty plenty of notes. Plenty of he notes. did. He did have that big notebook. So yeah. No. Now, before I let you go, were were you the one that was taunting Chiki Sinai with with the big two zero win that, that that Chivas had against Pumas in a friendly? Was that you, or was that was that a, was that another Chivas man? No, you know I brought it up, but it was for another reason. It wasn't for the win. There was something relevant about it. Now I can't remember anymore. <laughs> Unless it was 
It was Juwan. He's been he's been kind of feisty. So well, I, 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 I have. But, I, I feel bad. I, I feel bad for 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 Profe Juan because I I I provoked him. With, uh, <laughs> see, and I, and I have to admit, if he's looking for anyone to blame in the, in this whole situation that has arisen between Profe and I, it's you, Joel, for 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 letting me know that. That, that oh. it was Hans Westerhoff as the coach when, it just when they came, played Eagle in the final. It just came back to me. <laughs> the game was played in San Jose. Okay. That's why I was talking about the win, because that's where Mati... Oh, well, well, there you so go. I said, is, is Mati, did he go to the stadium? And I was talking about, because one of the... one of the uh, I think one of his assistants is going to be uh, El Maestro Benja. So really? I was saying, uh, are they going to negotiate for Benja Jr.? Maybe La Trophies? Who Oof. knows? He might. They might push to bring some some uh, a Chihuahua alumni, you know, Man, La into the would, into would, the would fold. Light up, would light up MLS. Would light up MLS. Yeah, I think you know, if if he gets his mentality straight, man, because he's he's too, you know, he needs to concentrate. He's has a lot of talent. He's just not focused. He needs to get his good, his head good with ball. Yeah, because this guy has the talent to be one of the league IMX top players, and superstars. He just not. He, he he. Every now and then he'll do something that wows everyone, makes the highlight reels, and then he disappears. You know. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Pero ya, ya me tengo que ir, chavos. Yeah, te están pegando, Joel. Sí, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Joel. Well, glad to have you on, Chiquis. Uh, thanks for setting this up. I know you're in New York. Yeah, man, no problem. I appreciate you, and and then thanks to everyone on the chat for joining us, and thanks to you, the listener, for listening to us live Thursdays on YouTube, or by downloading us onto your listening device of your choice uh, through iTunes or Google Play. I wonder if if you could say on one of those little Google things. Hey, Google, play Cantina Mekis podcast, and then it just pops right on. I bet you you could, Chiquis. I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll try Alexa when I get home. Well, yeah, you'll have to You'll have to do that. You have one of those in your house, so you're letting Amazon listen, listen to your every conversations. Yeah, just like my phone does also. <laughs> Any microphone we have with technology is listening. Somebody's oh, listening. Somebody, yeah. It is... Uh, a very, very wise point. Well, Chiquis, uh, they get a big win. They play uh, Chile next uh, early next week in Querétaro. Uh, Tuca, the Tuca train keeps rolling. And uh, by by the end of these six games, I bet you the, the, the fans will be saying, Tuca, no, don't leave. Tuca, stay. Stay, Tuca, don't go anywhere. Yeah. Is what's going to end up happening. Well, Chile. Thanks. Thanks, Chickies, for hooking us up. And again, thanks, everyone, for, for, for tuning in here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. My name is John Jagu for Juan Aceves, Beto Campa. This is John Jagu saying goodnight, and we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>